Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Getting ready to tip it off here at Michigan City. Nolan Bales, Owen Yoder, Davis Ray, Tanner Feast, and Skyler Aker, the starters for Plymouth. The ball up, and Adams will control the tip. The Eagles will move from left to right. It's Braden Saxton, Chuck Warsham, Lynn King, Quintez Columbus, Sidney Jeffries for the Eagles. Inside it goes Lynn King. Their leading score powers his way up. The shot won't go. The tip try, though, is good as King tipped his own ball up and in. And with us on the sideline is Dakota Stone. And, Dakota, you kind of got a little listen from Chad Johnston before the game started on their final huddle. Yeah, uh, Coach Chad Johnston was saying he wants them to go early. He wants them to tap that rim. He doesn't want anybody going through the motions to start out this game. He wants to get a lead early, and he wants to carry that through the rest of the game. All right, thanks, Dakota. Dakota will be with us throughout the night, tonight, throughout this sectional as well. Outside it goes for Plymouth. Yoder with the basketball. Yoder passes to his right to Aker. And then over Davis Ray at the top of the key. Plymouth holding now on the dribble. A pass inside, an up fake, and then up and in for Tanner Feast. And the game is tied at two. Yeah, it was actually a good look. The defense collapsed on uh, the, bo- the ball handler, and uh, Feast was wide open underneath and able to convert. 2-2, two to two, Adams and Plymouth. Quintez Columbus holding the ball on the right wing, top of the key to King, and over to the left wing it goes, and down to the baseline, Saxton with his back to the basket, nearly had it stolen away. Saxton going up, draws the foul, and he'll go to the free throw line. Well, that was a good take by Saxton. You know, he was he, they're not going to give him anything easy. He's, uh, you know, a, a high-volume scorer for Adams, and uh, they're, they're going to challenge him every step of the way, so he's going to have to go up strong and uh, make his way to the free-throw line. Foul was called on Skyler Aker. That'll be the first foul of the game. Saxton to the line, and the first charity shot is good. Saxton with his first point of the sectional he is just a 59 percent free throw shooter and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago and we saw adams and mishawaka really that is the probably the lone weakness for adams not a great free throw shooting team below 70 percent as a team as saxton goes one for two tonight it might not be an issue vince but the deeper you go in the tournament the better teams you face it's going to be here's a steal by Adams. Quintez Columbus all the way in the basket and a foul for Quintez Columbus. No, they actually called offensive, uh, oh, offensive my goodness. foul. Yeah, player control was called by the official over here. Uh, immediate call, too. And I had this rail in front of me. I'm probably going to have to stand up again. <laughs> I, I saw him go to the floor, and I thought it was definitely on Plymouth. But that was right not. in your line of vision, that, that bar. On the inbound, it goes out of bounds, and nope. Plymouth is going to inbound again. Thought they were going to call a foul on that one. Nope. Three to two, Adams leading. The Eagles dressed out in road wet red. Plymouth is the designated a home team. Driving layup misses for Davis Ray. King with the rebound, and Quintez Columbus on the right wing, and now the top of the key. King on the wing, takes it, and dribbles 
across the top of the key as he moves over to the left. Jeffries down toward the corner, gives it up, up top to King. He'll dribble to the right wing. Jeffries top of the key. He wants a three-pointer. It's off the back iron. The rebound cleared by Yoder and the Pilgrims. Three to two. Adams leading just underway. Game two of this 4A sectional at Michigan City. The winner faces Mishawaka in the late game Friday night. Riley and Michigan City will play in the 6 o'clock game Friday. And, of course, those times are Eastern since we have to cross yes. over into, into a Central time. Nolan Bales has it knocked away from him and out of bounds. Plymouth will keep the basketball trailing by a point. 5.18 to play in the opening quarter. Uh, Plymouth doing a great job right now. They were, they're able to break uh, Adams' press a couple of different times with, with a lot of success, actually. Uh, and it's only a one-point game right now. Plymouth bounces it down low off the foot, and the layup is good on the reverse for Tanner Feast, who has both buckets for Plymouth. 4-3, Plymouth leads, top of the key. Saxton misses the three-pointer, and the rebound is taken by Owen Yoder. Well, Plymouth is doing a great job of sharing the basketball, making that extra pass, and Feast has been on the receiving end of both of those and able to put down the bucket, whereas uh, Adams kind of settling for some threes, and I'm guessing Johnston is not going to be happy about that. Bales on the outside, gives it up. The three misses for Ray. Adams rebound. The Eagles trail by a point. Saxton Dribbles once hard and takes it to the rim. He will be fouled as it looks like Skyler Aker is going to pick it up, and that's going to be the second on Aker. Yeah, Aker's probably going to have a seat here. No, they're going to keep him in the game. Easton Strain. No, I apologize. Aker is coming out. Okay. Easton Strain, the only player who averages in double figures for Plymouth, not in the starting lineup tonight as Quintez Columbus misses the shot but then gets his own rebound out to the wing it goes Chuck Warsham with a basketball Warsham cuts across the top of the key stops at the right point passes off to Columbus on the wing 4-3 Adams down by a point 4-15 to play in the first quarter King on the outside trying to bounce it down to the baseline to Saxton has it stolen but then Jeffries takes it right back no look pass is going to go off the noggin of Braden Saxton and out of bounds. We were talking soccer between games. <laughs> yes, we were. With Dakota Stone, and that was a header there as it goes out of bounds off Saxton's head. Hey, that's a little bit more my speed, that uh, soccer talk there, especially with uh, Vince over there. We know, we've known each other for a few years now with soccer, haven't we? Yes, yes we right. have. Yes, we have. Plymouth with a basketball, leading 4-3. Bounce pass out of bounds as Jeffries... Pokes it out of bounds on the far sideline. Uh, right now, Adams playing a little out of control, uh, Sean. And, and, you know, it's obviously, oh, there yep, we go. There's a steal, Jeffries, and he's going to be tripped up as he caught Plymouth napping. We're going to have another foul coming against the Pilgrims. And that is going to be called against Nolan Bales. First on him. That is already the third on Plymouth. Plymouth with as many fouls as Adams has points, 4-3. to three. Plymouth leading. Back to the basket, Saxton. Back in his way, down. Poked out of bounds by Tanner Feese. I like the back down. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a good play, but uh, it was a good double team by Plymouth to come in there and knock it out. 
Jeffries to inbound for the Eagles, a 4-3 lead for Plymouth. Quintez Columbus trying to bring it into the lane. He lost the handle. Up to Bales. Bales from the right elbow with a defender in front of him. Misses it. Rebound bounces out to him. Now he bounces it down low to Tanner Feast, who banks it in. Tanner Feast with all six Plymouth points. And Chad Johnston not happy right now, trailing 6-3 to three with 3.19 to go here in the first quarter. Calls timeout. Well, and that's the right call. And that, that's, that's where you do want to call a timeout to stop momentum because right now Plymouth has all the momentum. They got the crowd on their side. And uh, they've doubled up Adams in points. Yeah, and Adams just looks like a team that uh, lethargic. Don't, yeah, I mean, thought they were going to come in, and yeah, yeah, they they know the record of this team. They know their sure. record. There's there's not a whole lot of, I, I guess, focus and intensity right now. Well, and 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 that's why it's a good timeout by Coach Johnston because he needs to refocus his group. Be like, look. These guys are playing for their their season. They they don't want to go home. They're not going to just lay over and let you do whatever you want. You're going to have to play hard. You're going to have to build up a lead, and uh, you're going to have to play. I mean, these guys they're they're still high school basketball players. And part of that, you know, they were here most of the night watching the Mishawaka yeah. game earlier tonight. Just kind of hanging out. You've been sitting around in the gym for sure. a couple hours. Time to get the blood flowing again. You got the late game over here. Three oh five to play in the first. Up the two and nineteen Pilgrims against the twenty-one and Eagles as Quintez Columbus banks one in for his first bucket to make it six-five. In backcourt, Seth Mills in the game for the first time. Mills passes up court to Yoder. Yoder drives and then kicks it out down to the right corner. It goes and up fake down there by Davis Ray to Bales and over to the left side it goes to Yoder. Bales once again or Ray rather once again and now Bales. Bales drives, flips it up and he'll rattle it home. Nolan Bales with the little floater and it's 8-5 Plymouth. Yeah, nice answer there by Plymouth too. I, I wasn't sure about the kick out. It looked like it was a clear drive there for Plymouth. They were able to kick it out, move the ball around. And able to answer that score. Columbus wants a three from the left wing. Won't go on the weak side. Warsham with the rebound. Took it away from Bales. Lynn King called for traveling. So Plymouth leading 8-5. to five, A minute 58 to play in the first quarter. And the Pilgrims hanging in there right now with the Eagles. Well, and Adams' biggest problem right now is Adams. I mean, they've turned the ball over five times already in the first quarter. And that's... That's not like them. They're, they're usually very uh, good with the basketball, and there's been a couple of times where they haven't actually turned it over, but they've been very loose with it. Here's a steal. Jeffries with a basketball. Jeffries coming up court, and this time a basket and a foul. Well, you hope that if you're an Adams Eagles fan that that's the kind of play that could get your team a little juiced, uh, get them going a little bit, turn the volume up uh, a little on their game. It's going to be the second foul on Nolan Bales, the 5'11 sophomore. Into the game for the first time. Cameron Widener for Plymouth. He averages 3.7 points per game. Minute 47 to play in the first. Jeffries misses the free throw. Also in there for Adams, Thomas Snyder, who averages 3.4 per game. 8-7, Plymouth leads. A drive into the lane, and we're going to have a foul on Adams as Davis Ray was driving inside. 
It is going to be Jeffries. The first on him, he averages 10.4 a game. Adams with four different players who average in double figures. Inbound up near the left elbow. One dribble for Seth Mills. Bounce pass over to the left. Mills gets it back inside, and as Saxton goes up to swat the shot, a foul. They're going to call Snyder for that one. To the free throw line, Seth Mills, he's been to the line just four times this season, and he is now two for five as he misses his first attempt. I mean, he just kind of chucked it up there, too. Yeah. There was uh, not a whole thought that went into that, and maybe that's his strategy, just kind of throw it up there and see what happens. Mills, a 6'3", junior, puts the second one up. It won't go. He crashes for his own rebound and a foul called. Well, they are going to call Harrison Jeffers, who had come in a moment ago, for his first. As the fouls mount, each team with four, with a minute 27 to play here on the first quarter. It's 8-7 Plymouth still. It feels like this game has come to a screeching halt. Yes. It's kind of thinking the same thing. Inbound and a kick out. Down to the right corner, it goes to Widener. Widener brings it out back near midcourt. Worsham guarding him. Minute 18 to play in the first quarter. Widener passes left wing to Ray. Ray will put it on the floor with the left hand. Into the lane it goes, and the flip up and in for Seth Mills. 10-7 now, Plymouth, as we head toward a minute to play in quarter number one. King cuts across the top of the key. He will flip it out to Jeffers and over to Warsham on the far side as Warsham Walks back near midcourt, standing on the MC logo, and now off to the right wing. Warsham stops on the wing, and he'll bounce it off to Saxton. He turns and faces and hits the 15-footer. That was too easy. Uh, that, was, that was too easy of a bucket. You, anytime Saxton gets the ball in his hands, you've got to step out on him because he'll take that jumper or he'll back you down, but you need to get the defense out on Saxton. 10-9, Plymouth up by a point. Penetration. And a kick outside to Yoder, and over the right wing it goes as Widener backs it out near the midcourt corner. 14 seconds to play in the first quarter. Plymouth with a one-point lead. Widener to the left, and there's Chuck Worsham with a steal. Two on one. A bounce pass, and then stripped out of the hands of Snyder. It goes out of bounds, and Adams will inbound with six seconds to play in the first. A great anticipation there by Warsham to steal that ball and get off into transition. They just could not put it down, but six seconds here to get a shot off. Inbound pass comes up high. Saxton between the circles. Over to the wing. It goes to Warsham. Dribbles one. Alley-oop. The put-up does not go for Jeffers, and that's going to be the end of the first quarter. So after one... A little bit of an upset brewing. Plymouth yeah. leading Adams 10-9. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll see what Dakota Stone picks up for us down near the Adams bench. Plymouth with a 10-9 lead. You're listening to 4A sectional basketball from Michigan City. Listening to the Class 4A boys basketball Michigan City sectional. Brought to you by Bethel University Athletics on Live 99.9.
Quintess Columbus coming out of the timeout with a layup to give Adams the lead, 11-10. to 10, And Adams already cranking up some defensive intensity right now after trailing 10-9 at the end of the first. And here's a three from the left wing by Plymouth Davis Ray. As Plymouth goes back on top, 13-11 to 11 in Dakota, it sounds like Chad Johnston, the Adams coach, not very happy there between quarters. Yeah, definitely not. I was in that huddle with the Adams Eagles, and Chad Johnston was not happy with their first quarter performance. He says they've got to pick up that defense and that their team is too much going through the motions, and they got to open up on offense a little bit more, but most importantly, get that defense locked down and stop Plymouth from scoring. Lynn King trying to drive through the lane, picks up a foul on Plymouth. I think they called that on 20. Yeah, I thought from here it looked like a 10, but there's no 10 on the floor, so right. I will agree with you. It I thought is the 20. same thing. I only saw one finger go right. up, but uh, maybe maybe we were blocked. <laughs> Lynn King to the line, connects on his free throw. He's a 69% foul shooter. He averages 13.6 points and 7.2 rebounds per game. King's next free throw, good as well. He has four, and we're tied at 13. Second tie here of the first half. You can already see a little bit more defensive intensity from Adams. Yes. Poke inside, nearly a steal. Loose ball still bouncing around and off the hands of Plymouth and the Pilgrims turn it over. Yep, that's going to be a turnover for Adams, uh, or in Adams' favor. And uh, that's a couple turnovers already since that timeout. And uh, that's got to make Coach Johnston a little bit more happy. Chuck Warsham with a basketball. Right wing it goes. Quintez Columbus, 13 all, 7 to play in the first half. Adams and Plymouth, second game of the night. Here at the 4A sectional in Michigan City. Turn from the elbow. King misses underneath the rebound taken by Mills, who scored a bucket in the first quarter. On the outside, Ray with a basketball. Ray on the dribble. 13 all the score here in the first half. Ray still on the dribble. He wants to drive. Kicks it down to Widener in the right corner. Bounce pass. Comes outside to Mills. Down to the left baseline and back out to the wing it goes. As Plymouth... Swings it around. Ray with a basketball. Bounces it off to Yoder. Yoder will put it on the floor. He wants to drive the right side. Kicks it out. Right wing Ray. Three is short. Rebound taken. Lynn King and Adams. Up court it goes. Columbus on the right wing. Inside the arc. Outside it goes to Saxton. Now Lynn King a little shake, but it holds on and keeps it right in front of the Plymouth bench. Over to the wing. It goes to Jeffries. Jeffries bounces down. Right corner three won't go. Rebound Quintez Columbus, but a foul coming. It's going to go against the Pilgrims. It's going to be Mills, the first on him. That is number six on the Pilgrims. Yeah, you can definitely tell Adams has picked it up defensively. They're they're a step faster than they were in the first quarter. There's no question about that. That man-to-man defense is starting to smother what Plymouth wants to do. They haven't had a clean shot yet. One thing I'm a little confused about is why Adams looks a little bit kind of befuddled looking at at, at, at Plymouth's half-court defense tonight. It's like they, they're not sure what to do sometimes. No, I agree. And... As, they're just running a zone. I mean, it doesn't right. It doesn't look like it's, it's not all, tricky. <laughs> all that menacing to me. Uh, but you're right. They do look lost offensively. 
13 all, still the score, 536 to play in the first half. Bounce pass, looking for Bales. It's going to be knocked out of there, and Lynn King ends up with it. Four on two, over to Jeffries. He brings it inside, and it's up and in. Sidney Jeffries with his second bucket, 15-13. Adams leads with 518 to play in the first half. Well, and Ryan Bales, the head coach of Plymouth, is looking for a player control foul there. But Jeffries just scored over three guys. I mean, that's really all there is to it. There was no player control foul there. Michael Sheely is in for the first time for Plymouth. And Lennon Craybaum as well. Out to Bales, right wing three. Bounces off the back iron. Jeffries clears the rebound. Adams by two. Jeffries at the free throw line. Out to the wing it goes. King the three. Ring it up. Right, we got a timeout here by Plymouth, but the deceptive thing is Lynn King, he'll put it up from three. He's, he is very, very good well, from beyond the three-point arc. Yeah, I mean, he's built more like a power forward, yes. but he's their best three-point shooter. That's his 43rd of the season. <laughs> he's now 43 of 116. He shoots at a 37% clip. Unbelievable. Yeah, for a big I mean, because, like, you look at him and you don't think, okay, that's their three-point shooter. Right. But he, he, he loves does. he loves to lurk around there, kind of beyond the three point arc. And as soon as because you look, if you're going to match up against Adams, you're going to put your biggest guy on Lynn King. Well, those big guys don't want to go out there and defend beyond the three point arc. So right. He sits back and he'll lurk around out there. And as soon as that defense takes a step off, he's going to pop that every time. And he's got a pretty smooth, soft stroke from out there, as we just saw from the wing. He does. So King already has seven points, and Adams. Trailed 10 to 9 at the end of the first quarter, leads 18 to 13. I guess this was a full timeout. I it thought was. it was just a 30, but oh, what the heck? Well, you know, I mean, we can't talk to each other enough. Right, that's right, Dakota. Well, I was in the Plymouth huddle at this timeout, and uh, they were setting up their offense, trying to get some open looks again, like they had in the first quarter, and if not, finding something through that back door. But that's main, mainly their focus is trying to get some more buckets on that offensive side. All right, very good. Dakota Stone with us, student from Mishawaka High School, doing sideline reporting from this 4A sectional in Michigan City, with us for every game oh, here wow. this week, and a foul coming. Is that going to be on Columbus? I believe it is. Yes, it is. Which I did not see that. It looked like a tie-up. It looked like a jump ball to me, but they're going to they're call Columbus for the foul. And that's going to be his second, so he's probably going to take a seat, and yes, he does. Into the game for the first time, Jesse Morgan, who averages 3.9 points a game. Bales with the basketball for Plymouth, trapped near midcourt as he gets it to the front court, and Plymouth throws it away. Jeffries with the basketball. He'll bring it up court. Jeffries dishes off to Saxton coming down the baseline. His shot misses. Morgan is there. His follow won't go. And then I think they're going to call Morgan over the back going for that rebound. Yep, it is going to be Morgan hit with his first. And each team now with six fouls with 419 to play in the first half. It's a lot of fouls with this much time left on the clock, which means... A lot of free throws are coming. Yeah. Bales takes the inbound per, for Plymouth. A five-point Adams lead. Plymouth led by a point at the end of the first quarter, which is probably more than anyone, as close as anyone thought it might be, based on the records of these two teams. And now Plymouth 
commits the turnovers. It goes out of bounds near their bench on the near sideline. Yeah, another turnover by Plymouth, and it's caused by the pressure that Adams is applying, that full-court pressure. 18-13, the Pilgrims on top. Lynn King on the right wing, a defender with his arms in his face. Morgan backing his way down on the right block, dishes it off. Saxton takes it to the rim, and he's going to be fouled. I'll tell you what, it looked like a travel by Morgan before he was able to give up the ball, but he... Lucky for him, he was able to find Saxton, who took it strong to the rim and got fouled. They're going to call that on Yoder, and that's going to be his second, I do believe. Yep. So three Pilgrims with two fouls, Bales, Yoder, and Aker. Saxton back to the free throw line where he was one for two earlier. He hits the first one here to make it a 19-13 Adams lead. 3.56 to play in the first half. Next one by Saxton, up and good as well. He has five. About to watch the Notre Dame game go final. NC State dribbling out the clock with 10 seconds to go, leading 80-69. to 69. I was My close. Goodness. I was close. I said 81, but I also gave Notre Dame a little bit more credit, and I said 78. So. Yeah, I think I said 78, 70 or something like that. Yeah. My goodness. Not good. Four-game losing streak now for... Notre Dame, Ray with a basketball for Plymouth. There's a steal by King. King up ahead to Saxton, misses as the defender just got in front of him. And the rebound to the Pilgrims. Saxton now trying to steal about Loose ball down on the floor. What's the call going to be? Timeout. Well, how do you grant a timeout when your guy... The Plymouth player didn't have possession of the ball. Everyone was still fighting for that ball, and they granted the timeout to the Plymouth bench. Yep, they're saying the coach called timeout, but I never saw possession by the young Bales, but the older Bales bails him out. Yes, that's right. How do you like that? He did. Nice pun. (laughs) 20-13, a seven-point Adams lead. It's just a 30-second timeout, so we stay here. A well, pretty good-sized crowd on hand yeah. here tonight. I think that this is probably more than I would have thought for the late game here. Well, and, you know, you're right. It's the late couple game. couple hundred, it, do you it's, think? It's a Wednesday night. I mean, everybody's got work and school in the morning. I was anticipating much bigger crowds on Friday, uh, and then depending what the matchup is on Saturday night. Yeah, and, I mean, that's where, you know, they moved it here from Plymouth so that they could get 3,000 which here, and I mean, there's, there's not even going to be a thousand no. between the two sessions combined. And that's the thing. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get tickets. I can't get advanced tickets. Blah blah. Yeah, you're fine. There's there's plenty of space yep. available. Down in the right corner, Bales takes a three. It won't go. Rebound to King as Saxton went up and tapped it over to him. Twenty to thirteen. Adams leads by seven. Morgan down on the. Block works his way down as he started with his back to the basket. The shot misses and the rebound taken by Sheely for the Pilgrims. Ray holding the ball, standing on the MC logo near midcourt. Ray passes over to the left wing to Feast. Back up top to Yoder to the right wing. It is Bales and he hits the three. Well, you take enough of those uh, threes, and eventually they're going to start falling. That's the third three for Bales, and he finally hits one. He's a bulk three-point shooter. That's his 52nd of the season. and shoots him at a 38% clip. Here's King. He wants his second three. It won't go. 
Morgan with a rebound. The follow won't go. Sexton tries to dunk it through. It bounced off the rim. Now the shot misses for King. Loose ball still bouncing around like a pinball, and it's finally ripped out of there by Feast for the Pilgrims. A lot of second-chance opportunities there for the Eagles, and they just couldn't capitalize. 20-16, to 16, Adams leads Plymouth with two to play in the first half, and Bales, who just hit the three the last trip up the court with a basketball. Outside it goes to Ray. Ray will hit a three every now and then. Has one of them so far tonight. Minute 44 to play in the first half. Ray thought about a drive, then tried to dish it down to the right corner to his teammate Tanner Feast, and Ling King punches it out of bounds. Ian Nelson, the Mishawaka assistant coach in his first season as assistant coach at Mishawaka. He was here for the earlier game tonight, and, of course, he was at Adams for, what, a good 10 years or oh, so probably? a long time. Yeah, he was uh, maybe even more than that, Sean. He was there when uh, when I was there back in uh, 09. That's right. And so Ian came over and... Of course, he was on the staff with Mishawaka earlier tonight. He was the freshman coach, freshman boys coach at Adams for a long time, and that's what he's doing now at Mishawaka. His son was just a freshman this year. I'm going to correct you on that one, Sean. I'm pretty sure he's the JV he coach. Is. Oh, he's the Shel- JV coach. I believe yes. Sheltraw is the uh, oh, okay. well, thank you. freshman coach. Thank you for that. I got my teams turned around. <laughs> As Chuck Warsham misses his free throw. You're right about that. Yeah, you're right, because Steve Sheltra, of course, led the freshman team to the NLC Conference Championship. Correct. But in any case... Bringing home two conference titles this year for the Cavemen. But in any case, Ian Nelson is here watching his former team tonight. Used to be part of Chad Johnston's staff. A lot of his former players. I mean, like you said, he was the head freshman coach for a long time. That's right. Uh, Under uh, Milt Cooper, he was the freshman coach. Thrown out of bounds by Plymouth. Seth Mills sailed it out of bounds. Adams leading just 20-16 to 16 with a minute eight to play in the first half. Well, and as well as Plymouth has played, they're only their 13th turnover of the first half. Bounce pass and Lynn King with a basketball at the top of the key. Outside it goes Braden Saxton. Saxton passes over to the left wing to Chuck Warsham. Inside cutting to the hole. Saxton lays it in. No look pass by Chuck Warsham, and it's a six-point Adams lead. That was a great cut by Saxon and a great find by Warsham. He ended up being wide open on that cut. Here's a steal by Jeffries, a defender Ray back there with him. Jeffries called for traveling with 34.8 to play in the first half. Yeah, it's just too He got kind of caught in between. It was just an awkward drive to the basket once he got the basketball. And when you, He took two steps. But it just looks super awkward, and an official's going to call that every single time. Yes. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Widener takes the inbound for Plymouth. That felt like a hmm response. I was swallowing my water. I was was drinking as you were (laughs) talking. Up court it comes. Bounce pass down low. Layup good for Tanner Feast on the bounce pass by Seth Mills, and it's just a four-point Adams lead with 13 seconds left in half number one. Plymouth hanging right in there with these 
High-flying Adams Eagles. Lynn King on the outside. Three to play in the half. King will force it up there from 18. And a basket and a foul. Wow. And that call again came from the opposite end of the court. We've seen a lot of that tonight. Wow. So give King the basket. He has nine points and a six-point Adams lead. Three-tenths of a second left in the first half. The foul called on Seth Mills. That's his second. King at the line. Can't hit the free throw. How in the world did they get a timeout that fast? Okay, they called into the half. The okay. clock never started. I was going to say. They, and because the scoreboard's the, off. Plymouth took the rebound. There was three-tenths of a second to go. The clock never started. They blew the whistle, and I'm like, you I thought they called a timeout, but it's the end of the half. This has been a weird night, Vince. You're not kidding, man. There have been gremlins everywhere. (laughs) We can't catch a break. My goodness. 24-18. Plymouth hanging right in there with the Adams Eagles tonight. you got to hand it to them. You know what? They're they're actually playing pretty well, and like I said, if they don't have 14 turnovers – it might be a different score. I mean, they, they've turned the ball over a bunch, and I give credit to Adams' defense for that. But Adams only has 24 points in this first half. They are just out of sorts on the offensive end. I, I, I would have to look at their schedule, obviously, but if you're telling me if you double that score for 48 points, when was the last time they scored less than 50? Right. Exactly. 24-18. to 18. Adams leading, but it's a lot closer than anyone thought no it would doubt. have been here at Halftime with Dakota Stone and Vince D'Addario, Sean Styers from the Michigan City sectional. The second of our games here, Mishawaka won earlier tonight. The Cavemen play the winner of this game in the late game Friday night in the second of the semifinals. It'll be Riley against Michigan City in the first game at 6 o'clock, and those games will be over on WSBT. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, you will hear Matt Embry in the live 99.9 studios with the U.S. Signcrafters. Halftime scoreboard show, and then after that, Vince will have stats powered by RBIs Unlimited. 24 to 18, Adams leads Plymouth at the half on WSBT. Has our statistics. And those statistics are brought to you by RBIs Unlimited. Help your child's stats improve this spring for baseball or softball with hitting and throwing lessons and workouts at RBIs Unlimited on West 6th Street in Mishawaka. Plymouth shooting a scorching 57% from the field. They are 8 of 14. They are 2 of 6 from 3. That's 33%. They've missed both of their free throw opportunities. Adams shooting 33% from the field, 9 of 27, and 1 of 7 from three-point range, which is 14%. But they are 5 of 9 from the free throw line. That is 56%, which is pretty close to their average. Points in the paint, even at 12. Uh, rebounds are an edge to Adams, 15 to 11. Second chance points to Plymouth, 4 to 2. Uh, turnovers won by Adams. They have seven turnovers. Plymouth has 14. And we are getting ready to start, so I will fly through these. Uh, Feast has eight points. Bales has five. Ray has three. Mills has two. And then for Adams, King with nine. Saxton with seven. Jeffries with six and Columbus with two. Their halftime score, Adams 24, Plymouth 18. All righty, and we are ready to go. Adams with the basketball leading by six, 24 to 18 to start the second half. Chuck Worsham cuts hard across the top of the key from right to left. Now back to the right, passes over. 
Left point, Quintez Columbus into the lane. Loose ball, dislodged and taken by King. Back to Columbus, brings it in. Left-hand layup won't go. Rebound to Plymouth and Skyler Aker. Bales will bring it up court. Bales passes over to the left wing. Now over to the right side. It goes to Yoder. Off to Davis Ray. Ray trying to pass to a teammate, Tanner Feast, and it's going to go out of bounds. I thought maybe Jeffrey's got a finger on it, but it didn't. It's going to be Adams basketball. Yeah, they're, they're saying he basically just passed it to nobody in the corner, and uh, it's an, yet another turnover for Plymouth. 24-18, to 18, Adams on top, 7-13 to go here on the third quarter. Jeffries on the left wing. Up top it goes to Warsham, holding and passes right wing to King. Dribbles once to his right to the baseline and back outside. Saxton kicked it out. King from 17 pumps it through. A nice little dribble drive step back for King. Again, putting moves out there like a ball handler as opposed to a big man. He leads all scores with 11 points, and Adams leads by eight. Steal Quintez Columbus. Columbus subcourt, and the layup is good. And already a timeout called by uh, Ryan Bales of Plymouth. 30-second timeout. First double-digit lead of the night for Adams, 28-18, to 18, as they started a little bit sluggishly here in the second half, but then, boom, they exploded, and... The lead is double digits. Well, and that's what Adams can do to you. I mean, they can score in bunches. The way that they're able to put points on the board is very, very impressive. And it's a lot of times it's the the turnover to transition game. It's it's getting the other team to turn it over, scoring the ball in transition. Well, I think that is really the key for them because we talked in the first half how they look lost sometimes offensively looking at Plymouth's zone. And I, I think that that's just the biggest thing for them staying out of the half court as much as possible and, and getting some fast break points going no you're absolutely right and i mean look adam says 28 points 14 of their points have come off turnovers there you go 28 to 18 the eagles lead 638 to play in the third quarter and pressure and jeffries with a steal jeffries with a basketball down to the right corner king puts up a three and he knocks it down Lynn King rings the three from down in the right corner. And here is another steal, and the layup is good by Warsham. It was a steal by Saxon. Warsham lays it in. It was a six-point game just a moment ago, and now it's 33-18. to <laughs> Just like that, we get another timeout by the Pilgrims or the Rockies or whatever they call themselves down there. In Pilgrims in basketball. Is it Pilgrims? Yeah. Okay. I think the Ro- I think Rockies, I think football is the only ones that call themselves okay. Rockies. I've never gotten that straight, but it's uh, a full timeout, Sean. Don't get really good either. Full timeout, we'll take one as well. 33-18, to 18, Adams leads back after this on Live 99.9. Adams leads Plymouth by 15 with 6.08 to play in the third quarter. Bales with a basketball. Nolan Bales is... Plymouth broke the press. Bale's able to lay it in, so that breaks. What was that? About a 9 nothing run for Adams? Yeah, that, that's exactly what it was. Down on the right baseline, Saxton trying to reverse it down to the left corner. It's stolen by Bales. Pressure, though, by the Eagles as Adams turns up the defense here on the third quarter. They've turned most of their defense quickly into offense. Bales from the right wing. He misses the three. King with the Adams rebound. 
Lynn King up court quickly and down in the left corner at Saxton. 33-20. Adams by 13 points with 5.22 to play in the third. Warsham with a basketball. Cuts across the top of the key off to Quintez Columbus. Columbus over to King. Right wing three. Ring up another one. Lynn King's third of the night. He has 17, and the lead is 16 for the Eagles. That's on fire when number four in red puts it up. Holy moly, 17 points. Five to play in the third quarter. Ray bringing it up court for Plymouth. King gets in front of him. Ray, though, able to flip it up and in. Now Plymouth, they're not going away. They've done a good job here, at least recently, of uh, matching score for score. 36-22 to 22 with 442 to play in the third. Adams with a 14-point advantage. Jeffries and Adams now slow it down slow it a little bit. Way down. Holy moly. Chuck Warsham tried to spin inside. Oh, he dishes no. down low. Saxton misses the dunk. It goes out of bounds. It'll be touched by Plymouth last. Oh, come on, son. Just lay it in. Just lay it in. <laughs> Everyone wants the highlight. Man. Inbound right wing. Columbus rings up the three. Well, I guess that ended up being one point better than a dunk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. On that possession, but still, man. Columbus with nine points on his first three of the night. 39-22, to 22, Adams. 4.05 to play in the third. Jeffries swatting at it. Plymouth able to keep it as Ray able to save it, but then he passes high and sails it out of bounds over Bale's head on the far sideline. Timeout as Widener comes back in for Plymouth. 39-22. Adams leads Plymouth. 3.55 to play in the third quarter. Plymouth in a 2-3 zone. Warsham standing on the MC near midcourt. Over the right wing. Columbus another three. This one a little bit short. Widener has the rebound. Looks like Saxton's going to be called for a push and a foul down low. Yep, looks like it is going to be on Saxon. They're going to say that he kind of edged out the uh, the rebounder with his arm. First foul on Saxton of the night. That's the first foul for either team in the second half. Widener in backcourt. Bales with the basketball. Poked away. Saxton up to Jeffries. Jeffries flips it up. He bounces it off the backboard, and Saxton comes and throws it down. Wow, a little alley-oop off the backboard. That was... Uh, That was fancy. (laughs) 3.15 to play in the third quarter. He threw it up as if to himself, and another man comes and throws it down. (laughs) Bales down in the left corner. He misses the three-pointer. Rebound tapped, and Ling King takes it. King coming up court. Right corner, it goes to Jeffries. He comes down the baseline. Back into King, and King puts it up and draws the foul. Now only the second foul of the of the second half here, and we're at 250 to play in the third quarter. Owen Yoder will pick up his third. It'll send King back to the free throw line where he was two for three in the first half. This one bounces off the rim. 41 to 22. The lead is now 19 points. As Adams has so far outscored Plymouth 17 to 4 in the third quarter. 
King bends the knees, puts up the second free throw, and connects. So Lynn King leading all scores with 18. He's Adams' leading score at 13.6 a game. And the lead now is 20 after Adams led by just six at halftime. Widener dribbling between the circles. Goes off to the left with Chuck Worsham shadowing him with two and a half to play here in the third. Bouncing outside Sheely. Dribbles Sheely. Free throw line pivots down to the corner to Widener on the left side. It won't go. Out of bounds off Adams on the far side of the floor. Well, and right now, uh, because of this aggressive man-to-man defense that Adams is employing, Plymouth looks a little bit out of sorts mm-hmm. offensively, trying to rush passes, putting them where they probably shouldn't, rushing some shots as well. Widener drove, then stopped and bounced it across the lane. Sheely missed the layup, rebound Adams, and coming back up court the other way with 2.05 to play in the third. Inside to Saxton, and he'll be fouled from behind, trying to take the entry as Skyler Aker will pick it up. And he'll pick up his third foul. But we are a long way away from shooting free throws yeah. from a one-on-one situation. Ray comes in for Plymouth as Akers sits down. 42-22, Adams. 2-0-2 on the clock in the third. Inbound and down to the right corner. It goes to King. Right of the lane, Jeffries. Jeffries will bring it outside. Jeffries from the right point. Takes the three. It's short. Rebound Plymouth. Down on his knee. Feast took it. Ray with a basketball for the Pilgrims. And there's a steal by Jeffries. Jeffries and Warsham. And Jeffries misses the tomahawk dunk. Oh. Saxton with a rebound flips it in. I know I've said it a million times. But that's got to drive a coach absolutely <laughs> bonkers. Yep. You say that, Vincent, sitting down here. Coach Johnston is uh, got quite the mean mug on his face after that dunk, and especially after the missed ones a little bit earlier, too. I mean, the rim is playing better defense than Plymouth right now against Adams. Saxton missed a three from the right wing, and a foul on the rebound coming against the Pilgrims. It's going to be Tanner Feast. That is just the first on Feast tonight. Right corner, Jeffries three won't go. Ray with a rebound for the Pilgrims. Bales has it. Bales through traffic, brings it up court, bounces it off. Ray takes it. Ray backs out on the right wing between the circles. It goes to Bales. Lynn King out guarding him. Ray flashes out on the wing to take it. He'll put up the three short. Rebound inside of the putback. Good for Tanner Feast, who is the first pilgrim in double digits with 10. Well, he was on fire early, but they just haven't been able to find him underneath uh, during the second and third quarter. But uh, you're right, first pilgrim in double digits. 44 to 24, 22 seconds to play in the third quarter. Adams looking to work down this clock here in the third quarter and get to the fourth with at least a 20-point lead. Columbus deep on the left wing, eight seconds to go in the third. Columbus at the top of the key, bounces it inside for Saxton, and Saxton takes it away from defender and then rattles it home, and that'll be the end of the third quarter. What a third quarter. 
it turned out to be as Adams catapults themselves away from Plymouth. They led by just six at halftime, but they outscore Plymouth 22-6 to in the third to take a commanding 46-24 to lead into the fourth quarter, a 22-point Adams lead. We'll pause for one minute and then back with fourth quarter action. You're listening to the 4A sectional from Michigan City, presented by Bethel. The Athletics on Live 99.9. Fourth quarter underway. Here's a steal by Adams. It's Jeffries, and Jeffries doesn't quite throw it down, but he he, uh, thought about it. He gets the roll, though, and it's 48-24 now. Adams is... The Eagles pick right up where they left off in the third quarter when they ran away, outscoring Plymouth 22-6 to in the third. Oh, that matches the amount of turnovers that uh, Plymouth has at the moment, 22. Goodness. Yes. And points off turnovers, in case you were curious, 25 for the Eagles. Chuck Worsham with a steal. Make that 27. He'll lay it in. 50 to 24 now, Adams. It's getting more like what we thought it was going to be. As Saxton nearly comes up with another steal, then he and Warsham collide on the wing. A three by Ray for Plymouth, and there's the rally killing timeout. Nope. Well, it, Injury it's timeout. A, yeah, it's an official's timeout because those guys, I think, clunk knees as they went running by each other. And I tell you what, Coach Chad Johnston's riding his horses. He has not subbed one time in the second half. I think it sounds like he probably challenged those guys at halftime because they came out of the locker room relatively quickly at halftime as well. Yeah. I I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall uh, in that locker room after your team puts up 24 points in the first half. Adams leading 50-27. to Over to the left wing it goes. King puts up the three. It won't go. Rebound Jeffries. Jeffries underneath the basket gets fouled, taking it back up. It will be Seth Mills. That is the third on Mills tonight. Jeffries is going to the line to shoot a pair. His first one is up, and it finds its way through. He certainly doesn't waste any time, does he? No, he doesn't. He gets that ball, and he puts it up. Jeffries averaging 10.4 points per game, a 68% free throw shooter. Sinks both. To make it 52 to 27, Adams. 6.50 remaining in the third. Just a six point game at halftime, but Adams cranking up the defense and turning it into offense in the third quarter and doing it again so far here on the fourth with 6.38 to play. Here's another steal. Quintez Columbus flying to the basket. It wouldn't go. A defender got back there and prevented him from laying it in. Columbus fell to the floor and then got back up, but Adams did take the rebound. Chuck Warsham, back near midcourt, dribbles off to the left to Columbus. Back to Warsham again, left wing, alley-oop coming. Saxton, what's the call going to be? There was a foul called. Saxton went up. He didn't attempt a shot. He came down. It looked like he could have laid it in easily. I think they're going to call that on on, uh, 24. Hmm. Ray? Yep. First on Ray, I'm not sure what that was. He must have got a piece of Saxton as he went up there. Hmm. Seemed a little ticky-tack to me because he went up no problem, brought it down. 
On the inbound, Saxton's left-hand hook won't go. Foul. Nope, jump ball called. Going to stay with Adams. Of course, the winner of this sectional will be coming right back here to Michigan City next week for regionals. Inbound down to the left corner. Columbus alone for three. Ring it up. Quintez Columbus has 12. That is his second straight three-pointer. And it's 55-27, to 27, Adams, with under six remaining. Long outlet pass by Plymouth goes bouncing out of bounds on the near sideline. And the Eagles will inbound after yet another Plymouth turnover. A 28-point Adams lead here in the fourth quarter with 5.42 to play. Adams really just playing it deliberately, using some clock each time they have it now, unless it's a breakaway situation. And there's King ringing up another three-pointer. He has 21. Yeah, unless you're Lynn King and you have any kind of opening from three. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Down low for Plymouth. Yoder misses with King in front of him in the basket. Chuck Warsham punches a steal out of there. Warsham, alley-oop! Oh, Saxton misses, and then the follow doesn't go for Quintez Columbus as well. Oh. Now a layup back at the other end for Lennon Craybaum. 58-29 with five to play. Adams in control. I thought we were going to get to see a little showtime. I know that you want just the layup, but... And I look, you know these kids want, want I know, that highlight. Play. I know what they want, but they have they have clearly established that they can't do it. Yeah, they've missed they've so, missed a few tonight. So stop trying. Down Might here well. on the sideline, uh, Coach Johnson has told them no more. You're done. That's the second one you've missed in a row. Thank Don't you. do it again. Just make a layup. Thank and then you. the player obviously tried to argue back. We'll look at the score. Uh-huh. So. Nolan Bales whistled for his third foul, sends Sidney Jeffries to the free throw line. Dakota, we might as well have you trying those alley-oops out there as successful as Adams has been tonight. I wouldn't have quite the flair. I can't even get rim. We put you on a diving board. Hey, there you go. (laughs) That, That might help just a little bit. I mean, it's regional diver and everything. I'm, I think I'm just a little bit knowledgeable about getting up in the air, but I'm not quite as good on hardwood floor. Chad Johnston does make a couple of substitutions, and now another. He might just pull his starters the rest of the way, yeah. leading by 31 points. Is His is only remaining starter out there is Lynn King. Which is very interesting, because he's got the most points. You yeah. think he'd be the first one to find some bench. He's got Jesse Morgan, Harry Jeffries, Thomas Snyder, and Gian Parks all out on the floor, leading 60-29 to 29 with 4.18 now remaining. Plymouth in front court, trying to work for a shot. Ray with a basketball, backs it out, back near midcourt as Parks guards him. And a second call. Wow. Parks with a defense, forces the turnover, and... Now, Lynn King is going to sit down as Jeremiah Love comes in. Yeah, I think we've seen the last of the uh, Adams starters, and, you know, for good reason. 
he, you know, Coach Johnston challenged those guys at halftime. They responded. I mean, you can't say that they didn't respond. They outscored them 22 to six in the third quarter, up to this point, 14 to five in the fourth quarter. So uh, they did their job. And now you let the young guys get a little experience. And the four guys who averaged in double figures scored in double figures as it ended up tonight. Missed three-pointer from the top of the key by Snyder. Rebound Plymouth. Bales with a basketball. Over the wing it goes to Widener from the left. It won't go. Morgan with a rebound. 338 remaining. 60-29. to Adams on top. Snyder top of the key to Morgan. He'll take another three. It bounces off. Rebound down to Skyler Aker. Morgan coming into the night, just three for five from three-point range, but uh, he looks like he thinks he's Steph Curry out there putting those up. (laughs) Bales from over on the left wing, hits his three-pointer. Nolan Bales with his second three of the night. He has ten points, the second Pilgrim in double figures, and Adams' lead is now 28. Parks outside, Jeffers. Dribbling with the left hand. Over it goes to Love. Love to Parks. Morgan takes it. Spins on the dribble. Passes outside and up top. Jeffers with it. From the left elbow, his jumper won't go. Rebound down to Widener with 2.36 on the clock. 60-32 to 32 Adams. The Eagles will cruise to a semifinal matchup Friday night as... Owen Yoder hits a three-pointer, his first points of the night to make it 60-35 to with 2.20 now to play. It'll be Adams and Mishawaka in the late game Friday night. Riley against Michigan City in the early game. A couple of rematch games from the regular season. Missed three-pointer by Adams. Jeffers with the rebound. Jeffers taking it back up, draws the foul. It'll go against Yoder, his fourth. That's that's five on Yoder. Oh, all right, I must have missed one. He is. Yep, there it is. He gone. So Yoder will foul out with three points. The senior will see the last action of his high school career. Harrison Jeffers to the foul line, dribbles, bends the knees, flicks the wrist, and hits it. That is the first free throw jeffers has made this season it is only his second attempt all right bends the knees here puts another one up it won't go whistle and another foul on the rebound as snyder goes to the floor or was he out of bounds he was out of bounds oh okay i'm okay with that oh no they're calling there is a foul it's going to go against him be the second on snyder 2.03 2.03 remaining, 61-35. to 35. Adams on top. Widener takes the inbound for Plymouth with now under two to play. The one good thing is that was only the second foul on Adams, so Plymouth won't be shooting any free throws anytime soon. Bounce pass to Widener. Down in the corner, inside turnover on Plymouth. Minute 44 to play now with Adams leading 61-35. Jeffers on the baseline. Turns from 12. It won't go. Snyder flips it up. It won't go. Rebound taken by Plymouth. And I think Snyder's going to be hit with another foul. Yep, it's (laughs) going to be his third. 
Well, you know, when you don't get a lot of minutes, you got to make sure they count. Get your money's worth. Yep. We got some more subs. Well. More subs coming in. We will now see Tommy Hunt, sophomore, coming in along with Britton Van. Minute 24 on the clock. Adams in control after leading by just six at halftime. They exploded in the third quarter, outscoring Plymouth 22 to six. Turnover on the Pilgrims. Here comes Adams, bounce pass, and they will work it out on the left wing. Hunt, Hunt will drive and lay it in. A minute to play, 63-35 Adams. And we are going to have a timeout. As apparently there was something a little bit wet down on the floor that one of the officials cleaned up with his shoe. Very important. Widener comes out as Trey Hall comes in. Cameron Widener, senior guard. Zane Lark is also in for Plymouth, as is Caden Widener. Who hit that shot? I was looking down. 14. Clark. Lark. Oh. I had Clark, so there you go. That's okay. On a Lark. (laughs) Not Clark. Cut the snark. Uh, I don't know what to say. I'm going to bark. Hey. (laughs) Foul is going to be called on Trey Hall for Plymouth. It will send his counterpart, Jeremiah Love. Both of them wear number 32. Love to the free throw line. Good. Well, I think the question now is going to be, with 36.6 seconds left in this one, what kind of adjustment can Mishawaka make after the rematch in the first game? They played Adams fairly close in the first meeting at the cave a couple of weeks ago. Can Mishawaka adjust? Can they pull off the upset in the semifinal Friday? Up top, Plymouth takes a three that misses. Jean Parks, Vince is more concerned about his shot chart. I'm trying to keep it all up to date here, and I had to change Clark to Lark. It was bothering me. That's all right. 15.9 15.9 seconds left, and Adams is just going to dribble out the clock, it looks like, leading you, 65 Adams. to 38. This is a quick-moving second half. It really was, and I'm thankful for that. I have a bedtime and, a long, and a long drive home. So That's right. I'm pretty happy right now. <laughs> Good night, Brian Miller, if you're still up listening back in Mishawaka tonight. We'll be home before your eyelids hit the pillow. <laughs> and Adams just... They're off. They're off to the floor. There's this is this is a weird environment well, yeah. here tonight. I mean, I realize things are different, but there are fans here. But at 65:38, the buzzer sounded. Adams headed to the locker. Nobody really cheered. And people are just heading to the doors now. You just kind of wave at your opponent and just yep. head for the locker room because every one of these kids that's here tonight has school in the morning. Might as well get home and get to bed. Sectional basketball is presented by Bethel University Athletics. 65:38, Adams. Over Plymouth, we'll take a timeout and then back to wrap things up here tonight on Live 99.9.
You're listening to Who's Your Hysteria, powered by Bethel University Athletics on Live 99.9. Sixty-five to thirty-eight, Adams over Plymouth as the Eagles improve their record to twenty-two and one. Plymouth will end its season with a two and twenty record, and uh, it was just a six-point game at halftime, guys. And Adams just erupted in the second half, outscoring the Pilgrims forty-three to twenty. Well, and you know you can give Plymouth a lot of credit. I mean, they hung in there. They did, and it was it was a combination of how well they played and how lethargic and poorly that Adams played. I mean, you got to call call it what it is. I mean, Adams did not come out of the gate playing very well. And in the second half, they flipped the switch. The problem is you're not going to be able to do that throughout this tournament. You've got to come out at the beginning of the game and play hard. You can't flip the switch at halftime. Uh, but luckily, they were able to do that. Luckily for them, they were able to do that. And, and Plymouth had 14 turnovers in the first half. And if they didn't, they might have been leading at halftime with the way things were going down. So... Um, it was an impressive win in the second half for Adams, and uh, it, it you know obviously a tough loss for Plymouth, but uh, the season comes to an end for the Pilgrims uh, on a two-win season, so they get to go back to the drawing board and figure things out for next year. That's right. So uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, take us through some of our post-game statistics? Well, our post-game statistics are powered by RBIs Unlimited. Sean, help your child's stats improve this spring <laughs> for baseball or softball. With hitting and throwing lessons and workouts uh, at RBIs Unlimited on West 6th Street in Mishawaka. Plymouth ended up shooting 50% from the field. They were 16 of 32 overall, uh, 6 of 18 from three-point land. They missed their only two free throw opportunities. Adams, 38% from the field, 30% from three-point range. That's 6 of 20 from beyond the arc. Uh, they were 68% from the free throw line, 13 of 19. Adams won the points in the paint battle, 28 to 20. They also won the rebounding battle, 35 to 21. Points off turnovers. Here's your game in a nutshell, Sean. 35 to 4. Won by the Adams Eagles. Turnovers. Plymouth had 28. Adams, 11. Some individual scoring first for the Plymouth Pilgrims Feast. And Bales each had 10 points tonight. <laughs> Ray had eight. What are you laughing Go ahead. I'll tell you in a minute. Chuckle-lucking over there. <laughs> uh, Ray had eight points. Lark, not Clark, had three. Yoder had three. Mills and Craybaum each rounded out the scoring. They had two apiece. The South Bend Adams Eagles, four Eagles in double figures. Lynn King led all scores. He had 21.7 of 12 from the field, four of six from three. Braden Saxton had 13. He was 5 of 13 from the field. Uh, Jeffries had 12 points on the night. Quintez Columbus is 4 of 11 from the field. He had 10. Uh, Chuck Warsham had 4 points. Love and Hunt in mop-up duty each had a bucket. And Hunt had 1 point on the night. So your final score, once again, Adams 65, Plymouth 38. Well, we're getting ready to wrap things up, and you'll be glad to know that Brian Miller is still awake right now. <laughs> Doing softball practice. Yeah, plans. that's right. Good man. Yeah, that's 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 saying something. It's 945, and that guy's still awake right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we wrap things up, Dakota Stone, our student from Mishawaka and, and Vince. And, you know, so, again, so our semifinals Friday, we've got Riley in Michigan City at 6 o'clock, and then Adams against Mishawanka at 8.30.
Two rematches. The Adams-Mishawaka yes. game was relatively close the first time. Uh, Mishawaka didn't have their best game, but they still played a close game. And, and, it was uh, a big third quarter that yeah. actually propelled Adams Kind of to like win. tonight. Exactly. like I was thinking about that during the third quarter. That was exactly the difference in that Mishawaka game. So big third quarter by Adams, so we'll see what happens uh, in the next game. Yeah. Well, will we have some close games Friday night? Well, we hope so. Sectional yes, semifinal night is always uh, usually one of the more exciting nights because, you know, a lot of times you get an upset. You don't know what's going to happen in the championship game Saturday, but should be a couple of good games. And uh, a couple of conference champs, Mishawaka and Adams, Round two, going head-to-head in the nightcap. I'm looking forward to it. You're right. Semifinal Friday is usually a lot of fun uh, for sectionals, and I'm not going to have to worry about waking up early the next morning. That's so right. So even more fun. That's absolutely right. So those games will be back over on WSBT. Of course, we had Notre Dame basketball tonight, which is why we were on Live 99.9 this evening. So, again, the final here from this second game, 65-38. Adams over Plymouth in the game earlier tonight, 68-46. to Mishawaka over LaPorte. Congratulations to both winners tonight. Guys, good job, as always. And uh, I might talk to you Friday. I might not. It might be Baldy standing here instead of me. So <laughs> I'm not even touching that one. Because either way, I'll be here. So That's right. All right. For uh, Dakota Stone and Vince D'Addario, I'm Sean Styers. Matt Embry is going to take you the rest of the way with the U.S. Signcrafter Scoreboard Show. He'll have uh, all the scores from around sectional action this evening. We will talk to you Friday. You've been listening to Mishaw- or not uh, Mishawaka, to 4-8 sectional basketball from Michigan City, presented by Bethel Athletics. We'll talk to you Friday night with sectional semifinals over on WSBT. And Matt Embry in the U.S. Signcrafter Studio as we wrap up the doubleheader of Hoosier Hysteria Action Tonight, powered by our friends at Bethel University Athletics here on Live 99.9. Game number one, Mishawaka, a winner over Laporte, 68-46. And just wrapping up, 65-38, Adams defeats Plymouth. Hard to believe this game was just a six-point difference at the half, but Adams... Taking control in the second half and a dominant win, 65-38 over Plymouth. So Adams will take on Mishawaka for the second time this season. Coming up on Friday in the second of our doubleheader on our sister station, Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT, following Sports Beat on Friday. Of course, game number one will be South Bend Riley taking on the host Michigan City. So those two games again following weekday Sports Beat on Friday. Riley against Michigan City, followed by Adams and Mishawaka coming up on Friday. This is the U.S. Signcrafter Scoreboard Show from Custom Signage and Graphic Needs to Installation and Service. U.S. Signcrafters has you covered. And speaking of covering all the bases and information, let's take a look at some of the scores from tonight's action. A little bit less than compared to Tuesday across the state of Indiana. Just one game of note, or a couple games of note, that are still in progress. Let's start in Class 4A outside of the Michigan City sectional at Gary West. The host, a winner tonight over Merrillville, 66-46. East Chicago Central, Lake Central are currently in the third quarter right now of their contest. At Richmond, Mount Vernon-Fortville, a winner over Richmond, 40-34. Greenfield Central also advances over New Palestine, 72-59. Lawrence North, the winner tonight over Indianapolis Cathedral, 75-63.
Spokane just going final. Warren Central over Lawrence Central, 74 to 64. Of course, Warren Central, the only team to, to defeat South Bend Adams in the 2021 season. Class 3A, all these games have gone final. Twin Lakes over Benton Central tonight. 61 for Twin Lakes as they advance over Benton Central, 61 to 55. Western, a winner over West Lafayette, 54 to 39. Fort Wayne Bishop Lures, a winner over Garrett tonight, 78 to 50. Fort Wayne Leo eliminates Angola, 64 to 38. Danville, a winner over Crawfordsville, 65 to 62. Greencastle over North Montgomery, 54 to 30. Northview over Terre Haute West Vigo, 72-61. Brownstown Central over Owen Valley, 64-62. Batesville, a winner over Franklin County tonight, 40-21. Greensburg over Rushville, 64-14. Madison over Salem, 83-51. And Scottsburg, a winner over Charlestown, 60-54. And a few games of note in Class 2A. Bowman Academy has advanced over Andran. 64-57. North Judson also winner tonight over Westville, 62-38. And Cherubusco over Prairie Heights, 89-45. Central Noble also winner over Westview, 57-49. And that wraps up the majority of local opponents across the state and also the action in Class 4A and 3A tonight. After this timeout, a tough night. For Notre Dame basketball, we'll explain after this three-minute timeout. You're listening to post-game coverage from Hoosier Hysteria, powered by Bethel University Athletics, on WQLQ FM, Benton Harbor, South Bend. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 